Well, hello, and welcome back to Tap That Easy Podcast, which is the Arizona Beer Podcast, and I am your host, Eric Walters. You are awesome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy the show. Now, this one is, this is the second time that Kings has been featured. However, it's different, and you'll see why here in a second. But uh, before we get into that, Huge shout out to Simple Machine Brewing. They crushed this latest version of Tap That Easy Hazy. We added in prickly pear, cut down the zapple hops a little bit, and just balanced this thing out really great. And the color, oh man, it's it's amazing. So make sure you go get some. Simple Machine Brewing Company, 7th Avenue in Deer Valley is where you'll get it for sure. And it's going to go around to some beer stores and things like that around the state as well, or around, around the valley, I would say. Not quite to the point where we can consistently get it to Tucson and up north to Flagstaff, but we're working on it. And I would say Marshall and his team are working on it. I'm just, I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> so my, my role here is to tell the story, spread the word about, about Tap That Easy Hazy and, you know, they do what they do, which is make amazing beer. And we want to make more and more of this beer. So for now... It's available at Simple Machine Brewing Company, 7th Avenue in Deer Valley, and just follow them, and you'll see, and follow Tap That AZ, uh, mainly on Instagram, and we'll tell you where it's at, as we know. Okay, this one, King's Beer and Wine, Mickey, the original owner, founder, Arizona beer legend, is what the, still the most downloaded episode ever on Tap That AZ. Just a great dude. Had a huge impact on me and my growth uh, into craft beer and was always just an amazing supporter. And now Mark and Sarah have taken over with the help of the, the King's crew. Is there something for that, guys? If you guys have, if you don't have it, there's got to be a King's crew type of thing. I don't know. Maybe it sounds dumb, but I'm, let's go with it. So where was I going with that? The team, right? Uh, the King's crew. Alec. Johnson is just awesome. He was on before during the uh, Cicerone series that we did and is just a really, really cool guy. Great guy. This was a blast. So cool to see a legendary place like Kings be handed off and taken over by amazing people that have just really cool vision for what they can bring to Arizona, uh, the food and beverage scene and uh, beer and wine specifically. Just awesome. Awesome people. Really excited that, that got to meet Mark. I can't wait to meet Sarah. And Alec, as always, is awesome. Let's get into this. Let's tap into King's Beer and Wine. <laughs> I've had it all my life. <laughs> it's the only one I've ever known. Right? Well, so, well, we're here. This is off to a good start already. Awesome. We went through this. Uh, Alec, I was saying that this might have been the f- first cable to go out in my four and a half years. No, really? Yeah, so we need wow. to. Let's. Can we uh, have, have a toast to my cable? Absolutely. <laughs> should, should we pour one out? Pour one out pour from one the out. cable. Yeah, there we oh, go. Into Maybe mouse. Away from the electronic. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've been on the show at Beer Fest. You've seen what happens to this thing. It uh, not actually at Beer Fest, but no? I walked by. You were always too busy for me. Oh, God. I just didn't <laughs> see you is what it was. He's way too popular. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alec is a returning uh, friend of the of the podcast. Alec, introduce yourself first. I'm Alec. There we go. Okay, <laughs> now on to Mark. <laughs> no, um, yeah, my name's Alec. I've been at King's now for a little over four years. Four years and one month to be exact now. You know um, probably more in even more detail, huh? You're a detail-oriented guy, aren't you? Very much yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> um, I like punishing my brain with all of that. Uh, very much a masochist. But, uh, yeah, I've been here for a while, just kind of doing the thing. Bartended for quite a while and uh, now doing some beer buying and really enjoying myself in that, uh, in that side of everything. Nice. All thanks to... This Hi. gentleman, the man of the hour. Hi. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, uh, Mark <laughs> Fogelman... Hi. Um, I've been in the picture here at King's for nine months. Okay. Uh, my wife and I, uh, so Sarah, uh, and I purchased uh, King's uh, 
You know, that's what normal people do during a global pandemic is you go out and you buy a, a hospitality-focused uh, <laughs> business. And, uh, that was what all the people were advising at the beginning. That, right. Everybody was saying that. That's a perfect time to jump. And uh, we did. And, uh, yeah, we took over in the end of September. Okay. And so it's been an interesting ride. Yeah. Um, you know, regardless of beer industry, just the timing and everything. But it's been fun. Um, yeah. yeah we were, we're really fortunate. The whole staff stayed on here at King's. Yeah. And, uh, that really made the transition uh, just so much more. I mean, we never could have done it had had we not had the team in place. Yeah, Absolutely. It, and it was that kind of part. And we'll get into it a little yeah. bit more, but that was kind of part of it of like, I don't want to say part of the offer, but like that's a, that was a huge piece to be like, okay, we can take this over. We it, need- yeah. And, you know, uh, after, you know, getting to know Alec for almost a year now working together, he was, he's been ready for this, you know, role for a long, long time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's exactly the role that we needed him to fill. So it actually works out really, really well. You got a good one. You got far too kind. Yeah. Far too kind. <laughs> I'm a bumbling idiot, but thank you very much. He, well, he, he bumbles was, in the right direction. He does. <laughs> hey, we all bumble a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, there, that needs to be a beer we do. Bumble, right? Like a bee, a mm. honey. Oh, beer. Oh, I like that. So let's. Uh, well, Alec was a guest on the. I don't know if you've ever showed him the the um, Cicerone. I've definitely did. spoken about it before. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that we've ever spent the time uh, to listen to it together. You guys no, need to. No, you need to yeah. sit across yeah. from a table in silence and just listen. I figured right, one you? pair of headphones. His, he gets right here. I get left here. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, let's give a shout real quick to people that are uh, making the, the fine beers that we're drinking right now. I'm oh, drinking yeah. the light lager from Crooked Tooth. Uh, I love those guys. Oh, just, yeah. Nice. You, you think of just wacky shit, right? You're like, oh, Dark Sky does some wacky shit. Crooked Tooth does some wacky shit, too. And Are I love it. Few fun things blow, or that we actually just recently blew this last week that uh, had mint, like minty sours and, yeah. and everything. They they definitely do some fun stuff over there. They're 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 ones that I'm like, all right, there are certain things I don't like in beer, but if you do it, I'll try it. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. they're gonna put together something nice. But uh, crooked tooth light lager for me, Alec. What are you uh, drinking? I have one of my favorite summer beers from uh, College Street. It's their Razzie in Arizona. Comes out every summer. Just a wonderful raspberry sour. They do great sours. That oh God, beer yeah. to guard or whatever, however you say it, that blueberry. The, the V Beauregard. Is that what it is? For Violet Beauregard from uh, Willy Wonka. She turned into the big uh, blueberry, yeah, and so yeah, it's the blueberry yeah. sour, right. so V Beauregard, yeah. As you're telling me, that, I, someone has told me that before, but I just didn't remember. Right, so and when you're out the next. <laughs> it's back there. It's yeah, back yeah. there in the pile of stuff, yeah. <laughs> uh, excellent. Yeah, no, that's that's a great one, too. Oh, yeah. Nice. And, and Mark, what are you enjoying? Uh, a wonderful heat crusher, uh, Petal House Pilsner. Ooh, yeah, the nice German yeah. style pills, and uh, I was fortunate. I got the last bit of it. Uh, Keg blue as I was pulling, you know, <laughs> pulling this tab. So. Oh, nice! Yeah. Lucky yeah. day, man. Lucky yeah. day. Now here you are listening to your own voice through the microphone and the headphones. Right. Everybody's dream, right? Right. <laughs> it's still a weird experience. <laughs> I always try to tell people, I'm like, it's gonna be. It's so cool when you put the headphones on because it feels like they're like, oh, I'm gonna hear my voice better. I'm like, well, yeah, kind of. That's yeah, kind of part of the deal. You're going to get self-conscious real quick at right. the actual sound. Yeah, of but we're drinking, so then that, that, <laughs> it all evens out really quickly. Exactly. <laughs> so, Mark, is your background in hospitality? Like, what, what's no, your? Where are no. you from? Let's start with, like way, way back in the beginning. Where okay. were you born? Uh, born in North Carolina. Okay. Uh, family moved to Canada when I was nine. Okay. Uh, grew up there, went to school there, joined the workforce. Um, you don't hear that very often. Let me interrupt right there. You don't yeah. hear people say, "I moved from Ohio to California." They're like, yeah. "I moved from North Carolina to Canada." How does, yes. how does that happen? <laughs> uh, so um, parents had always wanted to, uh, you know, do something big like that. Yeah. Uh, my father is now retired, but a Lutheran minister. And so there was an opening at a church up there. And uh, they said, you know, we'll give it two years. We'll go up there and give it a year to kind of settle in. And then one year of, you know, whether we like it. They're, I mean, they've been there 32 years now, retired. That's so they home. went to sleep. That's, they yeah. That's it. That's, That's it. And... Uh, you know, I'd always wanted to come back to the U.S. at some point, and it just never quite happened until about 11 years ago. Okay. But uh, I am a lifer in the beverage business. Okay. Um, if I'm not selling uh, beverages, I'm completely unemployable. <laughs> so, you know, it, uh, <laughs> I don't know anything else. You know, I, yeah. uh, I answered an ad in the uh, newspaper for a part-time job. That will tell you how old I am. And, uh, you know, it was for a wine <laughs> shop. Okay. And, um, Here in Arizona? Or? No, this was in Canada. This was in Canada. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, answered an ad. They were looking for a part-time salesperson. I didn't know anything about wine. Okay. Um, I knew Chardonnay was what my girlfriend at the time drank. I didn't know it was a grape variety. Didn't know anything about it. At Got that the- time in your life, that's a good piece of information to have, though, right? 
It is. If you knew one piece of information, what your girlfriend drinks is number one. That got me started. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then they had a great on-the-job training program and something just clicked and there was was a passion there. And I just started, you know, reading as much as I could get my hands on, tasting as much as I could. And uh, when I came out of college, you know, the the law enforcement career was not going to pan out for me. And so that was a goal. That was okay. That was the goal. I was going to go. uh, Go be a cop, and yeah. uh, you know. Then you started drinking wine, and then I started drinking <laughs> wine, and the downfall began. You know, so um, you know, but that was you know, that, public service was always something that was sort of in the back of my mind, even you know, as I went into uh, you know further into the wine business, and um, uh, you know, I think in many ways I'm kind of living that now through customer service and through you know, being able to interact with people, um, you know, I think, yeah, and I, and I look back and I think I'm very fortunate to have had a whole career in the, in the drinks business. Um, you know, my interactions with the public is, is probably a lot more friendly than I would have had in the other, ah, absolutely. The other, yeah. other direction. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I became a store manager and, you know, with that same chain and then, uh, so, you know, done retail at the very beginning of the career. And, um, then I moved over to, uh, an importer as a sales rep. You know, started working my way up, became the sales uh, manager, then moved into marketing, um, and then uh, there was a, a job posting that was online, and it was uh, a big winery looking for somebody to run Canada, Mexico, and the Caribbean, and you know, Central America, South America. And I thought, let me polish off the resume and see if I even get a re- response email. Yeah. Well, I landed the job, nice. and so that was uh, that was a big, uh, big exciting thing, and. Um, did that for three years and then moved with that winery to uh, to Arizona. And um, Do, can I ask who the winery was? Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, Delicato okay. family uh, family vineyards. Um, they're now a top five producer, I think, uh, here in the U.S. Wow, and, nice. Um, yeah, so it was it was great, but still family owned, family run, and which made a big difference. Um, I've actually never worked for a large uh, corporation. It's always been you know family owned, whether it's been you know uh, regardless of size, it's always been family owned, which I think makes a big difference. For and, sure. Yeah, um, you know everybody talks about culture, and you know we want to create that same kind of environment here at uh, at Kings, not only for our, our staff and employees, but uh, the people who come in as yeah. well. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm one of the few who's you know spent almost 30 years in the business and never worked a day in his life in a restaurant. Ah, and okay, now yeah. Here are, now here we are in the you know right in the middle of it. One yeah. could only be so lucky, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, are you saying there's a food menu in the future here for Kings? We've talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You know, that is something, you know, we're, you know, we're beer, wine, uh, we're dog friendly as a result of not having food here. Uh, we do oh, you curve. can bring dogs in here? Yeah, you can bring dogs Shh, right man, in. should have prefer yeah. dogs in here. Yeah. yeah. Um, we even had somebody, when we had our temporary patio out front, we even had somebody bring his, his cat on a leash, <laughs> sat outside with his cat. So, but you know, we, we tell people you can bring food in from outside and, you know, we've yeah. got a, a number of neighboring restaurants here that we encourage people to, uh, to bring food from. You can bring in, you know, have it delivered to you through Grubhub or Uber Eats or, you know, bring, bring food from home. We don't yeah. care. Just come in, have a, have one of our beers and glass of wine and hang out. Dude, I'm, I just thought of a really good idea. You gave me a really good idea. Yeah. And I'm going to give you credit if we follow through with this. Okay. But places where you can bring your own food, I'm going to bring like a microwave and I'm going to plug it in, like have my cooler, right? That's like elevated. Charge them a buck per, per minute in the microwave, right? Ah, okay. And sell it. I wasn't thinking to sell it. I was just oh, thinking yeah. for my own self. Oh, it's like those uh, FedEx <laughs> office. Monetize this. Like FedEx <laughs> office and the UPS store, right? They charge you by the, the minute for a fax. Yeah. Yeah, right? so, yeah I like exactly, it. Exactly, right? right? Like All right, we're on to something. We're on to like something it. here. Yeah. King's, King's beer and microwave. <laughs> This is a fun change. I like it. Yeah. We were thinking something a little bit uh, more upscale than that. (laughs) Good decision. Good decision. Yeah, yeah. Toaster oven? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we, you know, we've talked about that and I think that's one thing that we, we could certainly use as a, a hot food option. Sure. Absolutely. But that would limit, would that limit your options uh, for, cause I know places like uh, Phoenix Beer Co, like their, um, their tap room, like their facility, like the, the brewing facility has like some badass oven that you can throw pizzas in or whatever. So does that, <laughs> right? uh, does that, does that, I'm sure that would affect like your ability to like have dogs in and things like that yeah that right? would that would have to go okay it, it would yeah. be a trade-off if you guys if are the ones providing the food then that would yeah, correct yeah. correct gotcha. okay correct well before we get too deep into that let's yeah. go back a little bit right because so you moved from canada to to arizona had 11 you, years ago had yeah. you been 
Oh before? yeah, yeah, we okay. yeah okay. we had visited and vacationed here and fallen in love with it. And uh, but then you know my wife's job was coming to an end due to a corporate buyout, and there was an opening with the company, and you know it was time. It, all the stars lined up, and so uh, we jumped. And we didn't know a single person in Arizona when we made that move. Yeah. And uh, we had the same philosophy: we'll give it one year to settle in. I uh, give it another year to get the full experience, and um, we love it. I mean, yeah. this is home. I just can't imagine you know, being anywhere else. And since that time, had a couple opportunities, you know, for a promotion to California, and I said thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Um, you know, I enjoy visiting California, but I love coming home to Arizona. Coming home to Arizona, coming I like that. I like, I like your yeah. parents. They li- they moved yeah. to Canada, but yeah. that's home. Uh, same yeah. for me. I moved here in uh, October of '07. So I, I knew pretty quick, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like this. I like this. And yeah. people are like, hey, hey, he's up, dude. It's October. Right. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me le- next August. Right? right. Exactly. Every year I'm like, what the did I do? Like, what am I? What are we doing? Like, is this a prank? Is like, where's Ashton Kutcher right now? Honestly, I'm born and raised. Uh, yeah. So 28 right. years of, of, of these summers and you never get used to it. No. You just learn to only stay inside and how not to burn yourself when you get in your car. Oh, d- d- right. Right. I did that today, like, and I'm like, dude, you've been here for a long time. Like, you should know, you should know yeah. by now. So, yeah. so how? And then once you got here, uh, what? Where did it evolve to bring you up to? to so this? yeah, so stayed with Delicato for another three years. Uh, then had a um, uh, a phone call from uh, Purple Brands, which is uh, where I've uh, been most recently, and um, you know, said so we've got an opportunity. Are you interested in talking? I said absolutely. Yeah came over here and that's uh eight and a half years ago and so um you know kept the day job while uh you know stepping into uh kings and um especially given the timing and everything and yeah. uh you know now uh fully separating from uh from purple and uh mm-hmm. making this you know the full-time 100 yeah. percent focus and so um you know we've already talked about everybody knows it's been a, an interesting year challenging year sure. um when we took over uh, Kings, the uh, tap room was closed. Uh, it was closed from March of last year until February of this year. Oh, wow. Almost That's, a full yeah. year. Um, you know, our, our clientele is, uh, you know, has been very cautious. We've been very cautious about it. Um, yeah. I think if you ask a lot of people, we were some of the biggest sticklers for mask enforcement. And, uh, you know, we just followed CDC guidelines. And uh, when, sure. they, when they said we can do this, we would do this. And if they said we could do that, we'll do that. Yeah. Um, we're all fully vaxxed here, and um, you know we're, we're excited to you know feel like things are, are returning to normal and um, yeah. yeah coming out of it. So you know, long slow. I think if you would have asked anybody in April of last year, where we you know oh that'll be all done by the fall. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Remember the beginning? Yeah. It was like eight weeks. Right. Like eight exactly. weeks. If you guys can be over eight weeks. Take like a long right. vacation, basically. Yeah. Yeah. My wife was like, it's not going to be eight weeks. I'm like, yeah. you, you know, I'm like all rainbows and butterflies. I'm like, mm-hmm. sure it will. She's like, you watch. Uh, and it's been, it's yeah. been an experience. So, so. How, how did how did you go from all right? So so because it sounds like you you like the career that, that you know that path that you were you were going down. Yeah, or, or, and or, yeah, yeah. I would say what's going down. It's not a negative. Absolutely. No, no, yeah. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. You were going down. We know where you're going, Mark. <laughs> the road being traveled. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, that's great. And always wanted to uh, you know do something on my own. Work you know work for myself. That's the. You know, I think every salesperson somewhere deep down inside, that's their goal is to you know be the boss and, and yeah. uh, you know I don't, I don't know it's uh, and and you know looked at explored a few different uh, options along the way and everything was never the right thing it just didn't come together for one reason or another and um, any then, thoughts of like any thoughts of like doing like having your own like winery or any anything oh, of course. Like, yeah yeah but yeah, you know so. I don't have 10 million dollars <laughs> to uh, go buy some <laughs> land plant some grapes and if the weather works out for the next seven years then start to get a crop sure and, uh, yeah so no that's uh, you know we, we you know we looked at that and um, you know after being in and out of independent uh, retail and restaurants for 30 years and traveling to different markets you know and I think you know, immediately about Colorado and Washington State and they've got these really you know great independent uh, channels and I we felt that was something that was missing here in Arizona and I just knew looking within the portfolio that I was representing that there were so many wonderful wines that never saw the light of day at retail they would get you know poured on a wine list by the glass but then the consumer would say, oh, well, where can I buy this you know, to bring it home? Uh, I actually, Can't, nowhere. Nobody yeah. carries it. Okay. And um, here in Arizona, there, you know, there, is a, there is 
good independent retail, but it's just not to the level, it's not as, as widely available uh, as, as these other markets like Colorado and Washington and Oregon, even Idaho to a, to a certain extent. Yeah. You know, and the, and the supermarkets do a good job here, but, um, you know, they have to get approval from head office. And as I said, there's all these wonderful products that never see the light of day um, in, in a retail store. And we just saw this as an opportunity. And so we started the, the search and we looked and we, we found, um, you know, uh, Kings through a, uh, through a business broker. And uh, we came out and we met Mickey and he you know, walked us through and uh, you know, showed us what, you know, what was what and a uh, very strong craft beer program. And we kind of put our heads together, my wife and I, and like, you know what, this, is, this looks like a really good opportunity because he's got the beer program dialed in. And yeah. you know, he would be the first one to admit that you know, wine was not a passion for him. So yeah. it was just never a big focus. And we, we thought, well, geez, we can, this would be a great vehicle to step in. As long as we don't screw up what he's got going with the beer program, <laughs> sure. you know, then that would give us some opportunity to really have fun with the wine side of things. Sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, you know, came to agreement and, you know, he was looking to move back east and, um, you know, raise his family uh, on the east coast. And so timing worked out well. And, uh, you know, as I said, we took over at the end of September and yeah. you know, he was here to help make that transition uh, go very, <laughs> very smoothly. And um, as I said, staff in place stayed in place that's which huge is, oh it, yeah. it was it was instrumental in just making this uh you know not fall flat on our face yeah and um yeah and as i said alec you know he was really ready to go to that next level and um, we can really talk about him now because he just went he just, we, he just walked away he's turned yeah. the music down this is his playlist he was a little bit uh, i think he was embarrassed by that one oh, okay. <laughs> no, just kidding. it's a good song man <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I mean that's instrumental, right? Like, you, <laughs> well, you come into this, like, right? You're gonna come in, and and I could just, I could just imagine Mickey, and and I don't know if he, it, if Alec had told you this, but so Mickey's episode was the is still the number one most downloaded episode of, of the show, which is pretty yeah. pretty awesome. Um, and man. I've never been in this situation, but I could just imagine if uh, I was buying a business from Mickey. The amount of honesty that you would get, and you know, you would probably be like, "Ah, this yeah. fucking thing is broke." Like, I don't know, take, <laughs> throw that off the back, right? Um, Were you here for that conversation? Right. No. <laughs> right. But I mean, what just was such a great dude, and there's a reason that he was, the, he, you know, he's the number one most downloaded up to this point, is because people love him, and he's he's just a great, genuine guy, um, no bullshit, right? It's just, it's you know, that's it's, it's big shoes to fill for sure, yeah, and you yeah. know our. We've always said we, we're not trying to be him. Nobody can ever be him. And, uh, you know, he's he's his own person. And he's, you know, as I said, he got this program, you know, going in the right direction. And, you know, we're very fortunate that Alec worked with him for so long because he's got a lot of that knowledge, that history, that memory, you know, that, um, you know, we would be lost without. Um, but yeah. Alec is his own person. He's got his own taste. And he's doing mm -hmm. a, a fucking fantastic job. Yeah. You know, and. Thank um, you. I, I mean, that's, you know, not blowing smoke here is I, I can't tell you we're, we're, we're humbled every time somebody comes in and says, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're longtime supporters and it was great before, but we really like what you guys are doing now. And, and we're seeing the changes um, and it's all good. Yeah. I mean, and that's a real tightrope we've been walking is how do you how do you step into a successful business and. You know, not for making changes just for the sake of making changes, but how do you improve upon that without screwing up what you've already got working? Yeah. You know, how do we because everything has to evolve. You know, nothing stays static. And yeah. so if you're not growing, you're, you're shrinking in yeah. business and in life and as a person. And so how do you go in the right direction and, and know that you're you know, not stepping on a landmine by changing something that is <laughs> beloved by people that's really going to upset them versus, you know, going, you know, introducing something new yeah. that's going to make the experience even better. Yeah. And so that's been the challenge, you know, for the last, uh, it's, well, it's been nine months now. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, I mean, we're, we're still walking that tightrope and probably will for, for forever. Well, but, that, but that's a good, um, I don't say it's a good thing because it, it's that's a result of of coming at it with uh, with an honest attitude, right? Or and and like uh, a pure heart in in a way, right? Of like, hey, like because you're gonna be like, yeah, this is Kings. Like you remember you remember what we did, like, yeah, trying to trying to play up with a you know take advantage of the hype without putting the work in behind it or having the you, you, I don't know. Does that yeah, make sense? Of course, a hundred percent. And you know, we're I I, I mean, you know, we. 
we, we took it over in the middle of pandemic, so we never had yeah. a grand opening. We sure. never had, you know, the big party. We never, we, we had the social distancing. I mean, it was, it was a whole thing. So we're putting a lot more focus on our one-year anniversary to be able to make up for some of that lost nice, time. Nice. Um, but, you know, the upside to that is we were able to kind of, you know, bite this off one piece at a time. You know, sure. we, we, we kind of wrapped our heads around the retail side of things, you know, at the bottle shop and kind of got that under our belt. Yeah. And then we opened up the uh, the tap room. And even with that, it's just been, you know, slowly growing and, you know, just gives us more opportunity to get comfortable with it, wrap our arms around it and, yeah. um, you know, get sort of understand the the beast that Kings is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, so, so Alec, when, yeah. when, so you, we were talking before about how Mickey was like, big brother to you right? oh, yeah. I mean you've been here for uh, four four and a half years? Uh, four years and a month now for me a month and two days and 16 Ex- minutes exactly. yeah uh, I'm not ten I'm ten and a half right? yeah. so <laughs> so when when you know mm-hmm. I don't say you got wind but like you know when you found out that you know there was going to be a transition happen Mickey was you know wanting to move on I'm sure he told you what in your mind like what is what's going on um there were a lot of things going on it's Part of it was fear of who the new people might be. Part of it was fear of my own position, what that was going to look like, how that might change um, for better or worse. You know, who, who quite knew at that point it was I. So my story at King's, it, it kind of all goes into this. Um, I was living on my own for the first time ever after a fairly large breakup of a four and a half year, you know, fiance. And uh, I started working here right afterward, right after I got my own place for the very first time in my life. Okay. And I was working all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we, we were here about 70 hours a week. You know, I was working six days a week. And this place became my home. Okay. Um, so every move I do in here, this is within my own home. This is within my space. Yeah. Um, so when new owners were coming in, I was like, Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You get a little like, hey, oh god, no, new, new landlords! Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like, how, how is this going? How is everything going to change? And so, you know, Mickey was very honest with me. You know, we we had talked fairly early on that he was looking at all that. Um, and for a moment, you know, we were considering maybe me looking out in Pennsylvania with them, uh-huh. and, and maybe doing something like that. But yeah, um, when they took over, it's it, it's funny. I I like obviously making jokes and and some. You know, off the cuff ones here and there. Anyone who knows me knows that. But uh, here and there, it's right. funny when when we were first training them the f- first few days. Uh, obviously, they were trying to wrap their heads around everything. You called it a beast earlier, and that's a hundred percent accurate. You know, I'd make a couple of jokes, and Mickey would look at me like, "Hey, man, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if they can hang with this. Like, <laughs> dial it down a little yeah. bit there, bud." And uh, just cool, to realize, cool. yeah. just to realize, they are a hundred percent part of the family. They they fit in with every single one of us. Um, and to be honest, uh, there were a lot of fears that went into it. But ever since they did take over, and mind you, I, I miss Mickey dearly. That man became family to me. Um, but I'm building a new family now, and I couldn't yeah. be happier with everything that's happened. So um, yeah. while there were a bunch of fears, there's not a single one now yeah yeah you know it kind of feels like this is like you're um it's just like a passing of a baton type of right where you're continuing but it, it, for me it started with uh first time i met mickey was at at um i, I, I can't sellers sellers yeah 32nd and shea yeah i was at 56th and shea uh shea yeah, yeah. yeah 50 yeah right behind 32 shea yeah um and I don't remember, what, like, I, on Facebook, I saw, like, 32 taps on the wall. I'm like, what the hell? Whoa. Who does that, right? <laughs> so I started going in, and then, he, you know, he would have, like, something, some random, like, you know, Santa's little helper, like, in, you know, March. It's still good beer, but it's, like, half off. So I'd grab, you know, and he just, you just, you just hit off with him, right? So then see him transition to this, right? Mm-hmm. And then to see... Now, then this side get purchased, and just, uh, and now, I mean, this Bar is... Our side a, for listeners. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank it you. It was clear Alan. to all yeah. of us. <laughs> right. Uh, right so, over there? You mean up yonder? <laughs> over there. Like, look. No, look. That's where I'm pointing. Exactly. <laughs> and I am oh, pointing, I too. Yeah. Um, but but to take that, and now, with your guys' mindset, it's like, let's. this is something that's great. Let's keep building this thing, mm-hmm. right, into something. Yeah. It's got a life I- at this point. You got to, you know, feed that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I don't like, know if that made like sense. I had to cough, yeah, so no, I had to it, it, it up quick. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like jumping onto a moving train. 
Yeah. You know, I sure. mean, we've got to match the speed that the business is already at. And uh, we were analogy. we were uh, a lot slower. And, you know, I think we're traveling at the same speed now. And, yeah. you know, we've we, we, we every day we have, our, you know, talks and discussions about, well, how do we make this better? Yeah. What, what do we what do we do next? What's the what's the next thing? So, you know, we're, we're talking about some collaborations for our one year anniversary. Yeah, uh, we're we really <laughs> want to build the events here sure. especially on the uh, the tap room side of things um you know we w in order to get the tap room open in february we had a really nice calendar of events with uh taking advantage of uh, the timing with um uh arizona beer month and uh, so we did a theme this was alec right. really drove <laughs> alec drove it. this you know and we had it uh in order, so the first weekend we started with Northern Arizona, which is kind of matching the promotional weeks. And then the, the middle two weekends we were here in Central Arizona with uh, people coming in, doing tastings. We had the brewers in, the owners in, yeah. um, et cetera. And then we finished in, in Southern Arizona for the last, uh, last weekend. And people really responded well uh, to that. And so we know that when we, when we put on uh, you know, something worthwhile for people to come out to, it, uh, we we get the response and so sure. we definitely want to lean into that and do more of that uh style and really deliver an experience that people can't get anywhere you know, just 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 anywhere uh or you know at, at the house you know so uh yeah. you know, reasons to come out and uh you know meet meet your your brewing heroes and yeah, uh yeah. and then start doing some more wine events as well so i mean that's still a passion of mine and sure. uh, you know i've touched yeah. craft beer in the past but it never to this level and um you know alex teaching me daily and uh, <laughs> through through forced tastings and i'm using my air quotes there tastings. as well you know twist my rubber arm but uh no it's it's, it's a lot to learn you know i I'm, I'm fortunate i've had 30 years of wine training spirits training and only touched on craft beer whereas alec that's that's his strength so yeah He's the beer guy. He does all the beer buying uh, for us. You know, I'm handling the wine buying uh, for us, and then we kind of share the cider where it kind of crosses uh, <laughs> yeah. crosses both categories. Yeah, yeah. So, well, let's. Uh, I think we need to grab some more beers, oh, and then yeah. I'm gonna. We're gonna talk about a couple other things, but uh, we need more beers. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Sir, absolutely. absolutely. All right. Yeah. Continue. You're good. You're good. You just just ease into it. Ease into it. You were you were real quick. You were shit. I don't want to miss anything. <laughs> All right, hello. And we're back. We are back. And uh, that is a beautiful. Uh, Mark's going to take a picture here. Should I give him the, the point? You should. should I give him I a flex? Send a message to a rep. <laughs> I, don't know what to do. I never know what to do. I like, was flexing, then I did like a sailor thing. I don't know what the hell I was doing. Mark, what are you drinking? Now we got refills. This is uh, that is a beautifully colored beer, right? Yeah, this is the uh, Mother Road Cowgirl Crush. Ah, all right, I was yeah. asking Alec about Beautiful, that one. Juicy, tasty, got really nice acidity. Perfect for 112 degree weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a, it's a 7.1 percent too, right? That's those. That's how they get you. That's, I'll just that's lay down on that. the floor over here <laughs> after after this. Yeah. Do you live close? I live in Gilbert. Okay. Yeah. So, so no. <laughs> <laughs> was that one of the like the the, the in the cons list you know well, pros and cons like people shit. have people have made a comment they go well geez why why wouldn't you do something out there well i would have liked to but the opportunity was here yeah so you go where the opportunity is absolutely yeah well this is a beautiful place too thank you once you saw it where you were like you know like and we, we we're, we're encouraged by how many new people we get in here on a weekly basis. People come in and, oh, I had no idea you were here. This is a great hidden gem. I'm like, yeah. well, geez, if you know craft beer, I think you know Kings. And, yeah. uh, but we're, you know, it's, it's exciting that we have all these new people. So we, as, as, as many people that already know us, we know there's just a whole untapped ocean of yeah. people that... Uh, <laughs> Alex laughed about that. I know. Was that, that was not was that a plug for the app. That was. <laughs> a plug. That was just. Uh, Can you get a bleep over that. <laughs> I don't know. That joke was head and shoulders above me. Hey. Hey, hey. I get two dollars every time I say head and shoulders. I uh, right <laughs> but no. So that that's a that's an interesting thing, right? That's kind of a double edged sword, right? Where it's Correct. like, uh, yeah. have you heard of us? No. And you're like, oh well, shit. But then it's like, well, cool. Now I got a new fan. Like you, that you grow it, right? You want to meet the people that it, love you. The old saying, you know, fifty percent of my advertising is working. I just don't know which fifty percent. Ah, I never heard know, that. I like that. Oh, okay, you have not heard I that. I like yeah. that one. So yeah. that's yeah, that's the the classic. And you know, we we feel kind of the same way as you know, we know 
half of the stuff we're doing is working and uh, just don't know which half. Yeah. And so how do we get new people in here? You know, and that was that was a discussion with Mickey as well was, you know, hey, what are what are three things you would do if you were hanging on to this business for the next five years? And, um, you know, new sign was one of them. We okay. jumped on that pretty quickly. That's a beautiful sign. Thank you. I love that Thank sign. You. Yeah. We were, we were excited to, uh, you know, we worked with... Um, uh, Mark Johnson and uh, Cactus Country is his design uh, studio, and he is the one who came up with our uh, our logo and um, you know, gave us the whole sure. the yeah. whole new look, and it translated so well into our sign. Um, it's funny because uh, he actually designed the logo for um, uh, Roses by the Stairs. Oh, really? Well. Ah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I so like their design as well. We loved his style. We've yeah. known him, you know, from a prior life, and. Uh, just loved his his uh, his look, and so when we had the opportunity to give him some work and say we've got a real project for you, and yeah. uh, he just leaned into it so great, and yeah, yeah, we love I it. I love that. So, uh, the other thing was you know, um, bring in more female clientele. That yeah. was another recommendation, and um, you know that we we know that the beer crowd tends to skew a little bit more male than female, but there's uh, really you know a strong female core uh, craft beer enthusiasts out there, and for so. Sure. Um, we, we get a lot of them here, and we get, um, you know, we, we also get the couples, you know, and it's not just, you know, the, the, you know, the male drinking the beer and the female drinking wine. It's the opposite as well, where yeah. we've got the lady who's the, the beer drinker and the gentleman who wants a, a good wine selection, and we're trying to grow that. So, yeah, you know, we've, we've, we've had some good feedback on that as well. People say, oh, we finally have a spot where, you know, one of us doesn't have to sacrifice quality or selection to make the other one happy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it also limit, it gives you limited options in the sense because you guys don't have cocktails, right? Just we don't do wine. cocktails, yeah. you know, and there's some days we wish we did and a lot of days we're glad we don't. I was going to say, that's no. a good, yeah, it's, it's like a the... Whole, that's a whole other animal. For sure. Like, it's yeah. like you go to Cheesecake Factory and you and I haven't been there for years, so don't. You right. remember, did you ever hear, there was, <laughs> you remember Vince Young? Vince Young was, uh, like, he was a quarterback for Texas football. Oh, that's why for, I don't know. It's sports. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, anyway, the wrong person. Vince won, I think he won the Heisman <laughs> Trophy and, and all that. He was, a you know, uh, a dude that just, you know, exploded got rich uh and like when he they were going through like you know kind of the down years of him spending all his money that he was dropping like three grand a week at cheesecake factory <laughs> i'm like dude on their cocktails i don't know Jeez. no i don't know okay. but but i'm like dude but you could right you could because there's their, their so menu much cheesecake you can eat but on their menu you could right. eat every single day and never eat the same thing right yeah, that's i that. guess so <laughs> yeah there's but a I meal guess my, for every day of the year. That was a horrible uh, way to explain my point, right? <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, is sometimes you're given too many options, right? Where it's just yeah. like, hey, beer and wine. This is what we got. We have beer and wine. Yeah. It, you've got no one can say you have a limited selection of beer. I mean, there's how many? 81. 81 taps, man. 81. And solid, like solid representation of local and some of those kind of harder to get, like second chance or, you know, I guess a little bit more now, like toppling Goliath. Mm-hmm. But, um, I love it. I love it. You guys have great selection. Thank you. What is uh, what is the plan for for the anniversary? Do you guys have? A we're still putting that together. Yeah. But when um, is it? Uh, we're we're targeting the last week of September. Um, you know, the official date last year was September twenty seventh. Okay. But um, you know, we again because we're trying to make up for lost time, we we want to do like a whole week. And uh, what we're envisioning is doing a, a collaboration uh, release each day. Okay. Uh, of that week and um, you know offer some specials uh, in in shop as nice. well for people to come by and get something to uh, to take home with them to enjoy and yeah uh, yeah. yeah but uh, cannot wait yeah I mean it's it's creeping up it's only two and a half a little over two months away which in like uh, in like yeah. business ownership is like a week away right Exa- exactly <laughs> exactly it's a blink away a blink. Exactly. Yeah, shit oh, we're shit behind we're yeah, exactly. yeah exactly I'll miss that one maybe we'll you know yeah uh, so okay, so building up the wine uh, repertoire. Or I don't know if that's the right word, but building sure. building up the wine category uh, portfolio. They, yeah, menu. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like all those better than my word for sure. Uh, <laughs> so, but Alec, this is this is uh, I don't know when I when I with, with the. I don't know if it was pre-pandemic or kind of around the same time we started seeing a lot of beers like. Super cool can art, right? Like the, oh, the yeah. can art is. I'm a sucker for marketing, right? I really am. Uh, you know, I've gotten smarter over the years, but they still get me. Mm-hmm. So you start to see. For me, 
uh, just in in the in the the spirit of the show, it's it's representing Arizona beer, right? So when oh, yeah. I start seeing beers in in you know retail spaces that are like out of out of state, it's a little bit like okay, okay. But then it's like I've never heard who the heck is mm-hmm. Metal Bench from? You know? <laughs> yeah, it was Metal Bench, but right, but but I don't know. So what what happened? Alec, what happened that, that all of a sudden we started getting, I don't want to say a dump, but it seemed like it just like anybody and their mom could just drop a beer off. And it's starting to definitely feel like that. And um, to be honest, I, I, I am, it is above my pay grade to exactly say why it happened. I, I don't know. I can only tell you what's happened within our store okay. and, and what our clientele have reacted to and how we've reacted to what's happening. Yeah. But, um, Honestly, a big part of it, I really do think, is, one, just the craft beer industry growing. Sure. You, you, you look at five years ago, you look at ten years ago, it's completely different. There's just more out there. Yeah. Um, so that's just part of it, and it's going to be natural that that's going to happen, that, that more is going to be coming in, into the state. Um, but I really do think that the pandemic uh, caused a lot of this. Yeah. Um, I mean, think keg, keg sales basically went away. Draft sales basically went away. That is the biggest money maker for for any um, you know business like this or brewery. It's it's yeah. the package doesn't make you as much you know ounce for ounce as as draft does. Sure. So now these places are are struggling to get their their stuff out there. Yeah. Um, and and I think everyone's aware that there was a can shortage. It wasn't aluminum, but it's making the cans. People in the places to make the cans. So that was also a product of places trying to get out there more because draft yeah. sort of went away. And with that, there's only so much you can do in your own local markets. Sure. And especially like you mentioned earlier, top and Goliath. I mean, mind you, they, they came over with a different distributor fairly recently, but and more toward the, I don't want to say end of the pandemic. We're still very much in it, but, um, toward the end of like the heavier restrictions and everything. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, my train of thought here. I, I was, <laughs> Gonna say, you know, uh, we we actually have a, you know, happens to me all the time. It, it's it's fun. We get a lot of customers in who are really interested in talking about this kind of stuff. Yeah. And what people don't realize is, you know, fifty different states, fifty different sets of rules when it comes to beverage alcohol. Yeah. And we all have the the hangover of prohibition to thank for that. Mm-hmm. So people 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 businesses cannot just enter another market at the drop of a hat. Okay. You know, you have to have licensing. You've got to be registered with the state. You have to have compliance. You've got to have a distributor. Um, you know, it's it's not as easy as well. We'll just ship a couple cases yeah. and see how it works out. Yeah, you, know, you have to make a conscientious decision to enter a marketplace. And as Alex said, you know, a lot of that draft beer business that they were enjoying um, through their own tap rooms or other accounts just disappeared overnight. Mm-hmm. And then they said, well, what are we going to do? How do we survive? So a lot of them shifted into packaging that had mm-hmm. never even contemplated it. And a lot, sure. of, a lot of businesses, you made decisions you know, last year that you never would have made mm-hmm. in a year prior to that uh, just out of survival. And I think yeah. a lot of people found that uh, they've, they've benefited from it. And that distribution, you know, when done right, can be um, profitable. And it also yeah. gets your, your name out there. And so, as a result, we are seeing more people, uh, more beer enter uh, uh, Arizona, and Arizona is a great marketplace. There's, you know, really enthusiastic uh, consumers out there for it, and as we all know about craft beer, it's what's new, it's what's next, you know, the next shiny object. And that's the interesting thing with so much just coming in droves into the state is it all becomes about that new. I'm noticing so many core brands that used to have great success are dropping off. Yeah. Um, I'm noticing that a lot of these big, big brands really just aren't getting the same sales as they were before because it's it's not this new hazy from the East Coast. It's not this new smoothie-style beer from some weird place in Texas or <laughs> wh- where, wherever it's coming from. Um, All places in Texas are weird. Just kidding. Oh. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey. Hey. Hey, Texas, yeah. <laughs> Our best friends are from Texas. They'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> Maybe Might not be your best friend from <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's a good um, – I like that. I like that perspective. That's more of a – I mean, obviously, way more educated perspective than, than I have. But also, there, there's positivity behind it of, you know, these people were – these businesses were put into positions where, like, shit, now what do we do, right? Then you've got the opportunity of, you know – the distributor, you know, I know there's a, a few that kind of were more, I don't say renegade, but like more agile, right? Some of these like Manuel brothers are able to kind of mm-hmm. do a little bit more. Um, that's great, right? That's great to, for for them to. So, so I guess I, I need to 
kind of puffed down a little <laughs> like Arizona well, beer. It's, it's actually really interesting that you mentioned Manuel <laughs> Brothers because they are a huge proponent of, of this wild influx of, of out-of-state beers in coupled with direct beer, yeah. which is uh, a sort of, instead of site to individual, it's like a site to um, bottle shops and whatnot. It, okay. But it came off of Tavor. The ah, Tavor people right, are the yeah. ones that are doing direct beer. And, okay. you know, every week you log on, you know, twice a week, you don't know what's going to be dropped if it's a brewery you have or haven't seen before. Yeah. It's a product you have or haven't seen before. And most weeks I'm seeing two, three new breweries show up. Yeah. And it's, oh, shoot, who is this? Okay. Yeah. Or, oh, shoot, I already know them. Let's get this in. Yeah. Um, it's and, exciting, and so right? It, oh, it's extremely exciting. Yeah. But it's also yeah. a guessing game. Sure, sure. Because some of right. these you don't know who they are. They're getting yeah. good reviews, but maybe they're just hometown heroes. Yeah. It's, right. it's in the way that all this has come into the state and sort of adjusted competition in the state is completely different yeah. because now that there's, you know, say you had before, um, you know, I think we averaged right around like 500 to 600 different singles on the shelves. Okay. Now it's easily over 700 creeping in on 800 most days. Yeah. So now that there's so many more options in, in, you know, on the floor in the fridges, how do you choose what to pick? Right. You know, right. And it's 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 caused the competition to go way up. If you're not making over a, a, a four on Untapped, yeah, what 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 are, what are you doing? Um, and that, it, it, it's yeah. it's unfortunate that that these ratings are also either it's like gatekeepers to 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 it, the, the the brewery themselves that sure. that's going to make or break. And yeah. what's unfortunate is say you're a brewery that does more traditional styles, more pilsners, lagers, all that kind of stuff, or or West Coast IPAs even. Yeah, those beers automatically get slightly lower ratings right and right. so if you're a brewer that can make the best freaking pilsner in the world you still probably won't get all that much notice because even though it's the best pilsner in the world it's still getting you know a 3.7 right and people right. are just going to go right over it and go to what they see is sitting at yeah. you know 4.14 or 4.7 yeah it's it's, it's I, a love weird un, thing. I love untapped but it's it's a it's, it's a double-edged sword it really is yeah yeah, well, w the one thing that really put me put things into perspective for me uh, was I, I talked to a uh, owner of a, of a tap room, and he was like, "Dude, there's so many options that I, I'm not going to choose a hazy unless it's rated 4.0 or higher." Right? Yes. Like, okay, yeah. like, like that's you know, it, my initial instinct was like, "Come on, man!" But then it's like, "Dude, he's got so many like you got to figure out a way to to start to eliminate things." Right? Number one, number two. Um, so we did tap that easy hazy with with simple mm -hmm. machine. We'll mm -hmm. plug right there, right? Oh, you yeah. guys did a beer with that that saison, sure did. really really robotic, robotic royalty. royalty. Yes, yep. yeah. love that beer. We were just talking about that today when we were canning. Hey. But uh, but so um, I look a little bit right. I have a couple beers on Untapped. The one I did with Dark Sky, you know. So uh, but tap that easy hazy. Like I'm looking at that, you know, once or twice a week. <laughs> and somebody did some just jackass review of like this tell smells like a beaver, whatever, this or that, trying to be funny, one out of right. But it took it from a like four point oh five to a three point nine five, something like that, right? Which is like who cares? But then it's like, well, no. Now all of a sudden that is off of people's list, right? Yep. Somebody that was a dick right. about it. It took them now that's that's an impact on the yep. business. So it's so Impact the on the untapped beer itself, is, is, it's an impact on your guys' thing because then if you do another thing, oh, they were only making 3.9s before. It's yeah. a thing on the business. It's just. Untapped is inter mm. interesting because it is <laughs> public fed. You know, it's yeah. not just one reviewer where, you know, I, and I approach this again from a wine perspective where, you know, 90 points, you can do anything you want to. 89, you may as well go and, you know, go to bed. Yeah. And you're done. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, but that's just one critic and you yeah. might, your, your taste profile might not match up with that critic. At least there's a more crowdsourcing for the untapped, but I, I hear you a hundred percent where, yeah. you know, you may as well not even get out of bed in the morning at, you know, 3.9, but yeah. 4.0, you're off to the races. Oh yeah. In, in my mind, I, I think, you know, beverages are a lot like art, you know. You can't say, all oh, that sculpture is an 89 and that uh, painting is a 90. Yeah. What are you talking about? They're completely different things. And right. But, but Subjective. But, yeah, and we like Your weird stuff here. Your tongue is not my tongue. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Don't look at me like <laughs> No, just, you stopped me in my tracks on that one. But no, we, we, we do like weird stuff here. I mean, we, we, we yeah. celebrate weird beers here all the time. Like, man, that is weird. And we mean that in the most complimentary way. Of like, yeah. I'm excited about that. It's different. It's, it's mm -hmm. not the same old, same old. It's something new. Yeah. And so we love experimental. We love all those weird adjuncts and people doing 
weird things and weird is good around here for sure which is for great sure. there's so many local breweries that do that as absolutely. well so many local breweries brewers that are just so creative absolutely. And, and i absolutely love to see it yeah well the the, the representation of local well so let me let me give a shout out to goldwater hop mm-hmm. chowder Hey-o. legendary beer right here oh yeah and All reliable and uh you are drinking so this kind of goes into uh I, oh man, I messed up my segue. Alec, dang it! All right, let's back it up. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, well, so I guess one of my things is um, I don't know representation, right? In 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 the actual state, I remember when um, was it twenty fourth, twenty first amendment? Twenty first amendment. 20, yeah. What is the twenty fourth amendment? We should look that 24? up. Twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. Oh, maybe we don't. Wait, are we, how many amendments are there? Wait, you my wife to just come. took this because yeah. she's Toronto born and raised, uh, uh, and uh, she just got her citizenship two years ago. So she had to learn. So if she knows she were more here, about America. She would than be able to tell you exactly <laughs> how many can, amendments. Can we call a friend? <laughs> right, yeah, we need a lifeline, please. <laughs> yeah. So, Twenty First Amendment. <laughs> yes. When they came, they came into the market two, three years ago. I remember they had um, a little like media thing at the might have been the Phoenician or something. But it was cool. They were like, "Hey, we're coming in the state. We want to just you know introduce ourselves and." Like, that's cool. Like, that's mm-hmm. cool that, you know. Um, so what you're drinking, same thing, right? Uh, Good old what, Pizza Port, Coastal pizza, Access, nice, yes. clean West Coast. And who's our guy? Who's your guy here? Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Oh, Thaddeus yeah. Good old Thad. Is, he's a legend, man. He's he just, been in the he industry just looks for a like while. a legend, right? He does look like yeah. a legend. <laughs> he's a cool dude. Oh, uh, I've known him in the industry for quite a while, actually, when I first worked back for uh, Barrio, actually, when I got my start in the brewing industry. Uh, probably six Seven years ago now. Okay. Something or what like did you do at Barrio? I was a sales rep. They, Funny enough, you actually probably know a few people around town that are still in the beer industry. Um, they hired six of us at once, two down okay. in Tucson, four up in Phoenix. And uh, good old Beer Bob, if you know him, uh, Robert with Quail. I don't, I've never met him. I know him, though. Like, I'm Facebook friends so with him, which is he weird, right? at the same time. <laughs> I've never met him in person, but yeah. yeah. It's um, good dude. Um, I've known him for years now. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so he, you know went from barrio to freaking now he's over at quail um doing his thing and he, he's doing wonderful things over there and yeah. uh you also probably know sarah doka yeah who's now with firestone walker she yeah. also started with us at the same time but uh, she was down in tucson yeah. and so uh robert and i with uh, uh two other ladies um held like the whole central phoenix area and then um sarah and a lady named denica worked down in um tucson and then sarah and i would actually go up and do uh, northern arizona together when we were uh, with barrio yeah. and um along that path, I got to meet tons of reps, including Mr. Thaddeus over here. From Pizza Port. From Pizza Port. Oh, yeah. What is that, a West Coast? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good old West Coast. very well. Can we please bring these back, everybody? <laughs> if you're a brewer and you're listening to this, I'm looking at you. I'm talking to you. Please. So, please. Okay. so yeah. we know he loves West Coast IPAs. Come oh, yeah. on. And then he poured my beer real heavy and my Pilsner or my lot. What was it? The, the rice five, lager. Yep. Five-minute pour. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> I love it, man. I love the attention to detail. So you as as a beer buyer, right? Like you're still feels weird to hear that, right? To be honest, you you earned it, man. Yeah, you've earned it. So <laughs> how do you with somebody with as many relationships in Arizona beer and with as much focus on local? How do you how do you balance that, right? Because it's it's tough. difficult. It's yeah. on, honestly, it is really difficult. Um, I don't know how I balance it. Honestly, it changes every every week to week. Did you um, black out like Will Ferrell on uh, Absolutely. <laughs> what happened? I, I still don't out. know if I'm conscious. Uh, I'll, I'll wake up tomorrow morning and be like, what happened? Um, funny enough, not from the alcohol. And uh, no, it's it, a whole it's, other it's, podcast. It's, <laughs> no, it, it is really difficult to make these to make these decisions. Um, yeah. I try to stand by what our customer would want. Okay. I don't buy things for me. I don't buy things for Mark. I don't buy things for Sarah, the owners. Um, I, I buy things for our customers. Sure. Um, and so that drives every single one of my decisions. I, I want to support locals, support those that support us. Um, I, I actually have a, a, a big thing. If, if you're a rep out there, this one's to you. Um, I like reps that come in that work for their money. Um, when I was a rep, I had to do that. And, and I realized that the benefit of being able to establish a relationship with a bottle shop and those relationships that you build are, are invaluable. Sure. Yep. We su- yeah. yeah, we support those yeah. who support us. Exactly. And, and yeah. even if that's yeah. just coming in once a month, you know, check in on us, say, hey, here's the new things. Here's I'll email you, you know, every week, but I'll come in. Um, yeah. I, I tend to value those relationships more than someone that only sends an email. Sure. Um, 
it's just the truth. I, it, you, we have to be able to establish these relationships. That's that's what's going to drive this stuff. And if I can get behind your product because I'm talking to you, I know you, I'm going to be able to sell that product better. Yeah. If I don't have a face to anything and your name doesn't drive it by itself, like a lot of these hype breweries, you know, yeah. like the, the name's going to drive itself. If, if you don't have like this wild hype behind you, which probably 99% of breweries don't, right? Um, which is fine, but yeah. it means that there has to be something else. All of a sudden, yeah. your 3.8 looks a lot better to us. Exactly. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. That, that right there, that whole segment needs to go to reps for sure. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but it really is difficult. And because and sometimes, you know, generally you don't like the samples that they brought you this week. And you say, you know what? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't stand behind this. I tried it with my crew because we always try everything. So if we bring something in, it's because we've all tried it and we can stand by it and can sell it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, sometimes there aren't, and sometimes, you know, it, it, we all have bad days at our job, too. You know, sure. we all have poor performance days, and that happens with everybody. That happens in the brewing industry, too. Yep. But the thing is, is everyone can also improve. Everyone can, can have great days and all that. And so I'm yeah. always willing to retry and keep trying until it's like, you know what? You got a winner here. Let's bring this in. Let's get it in on draft. Yeah. Let's get it in and package. Let's get all the posts out. Let's hype you guys up. Let's talk to all of our staff about it. Get everyone behind this product. Yeah. And now let's push this thing. Sure. But I'm not going to do it unless we can stand behind it. Yeah. Um, and, and even though we've got 81 taps and you know 750 to 800 beers in uh, in <laughs> shop on any given day, we're still constrained by space. You sure. Know, we we can't carry everything. We would like to carry even more than we have, but yeah. we just love to. We don't. We're we're bursting at the seams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I mean, and that's that's uh, I mean that's something that. Um, I got a hard time with, right? I'm not really good at giving people really critical feedback, right? Everything's rainbows and ponies for me, uh, but that's huge. That's huge for um, for that for that feedback, especially if it's somebody that comes in and meets in person, right? Because oh, yeah. if that's a great rep, that rep is going to translate. They're going to take that back to the brewer, say, "Hey, this play, you know, Kings. These guys know what the fuck they're talking about, and this is kind of the feedback they give. And that's if that's a good brewer, the brewer's going to be like, okay." Cool. What do we fix? That actually happened quite quite often with, uh, I'm, I'm going to call them out right now, because I, I want to and I, I, I absolutely I love their stuff. I know. Who do you think? Are they around anymore? Yes. Okay, then no, I don't they're know. They're still around, <laughs> and, and they're, they're crushing it. They're doing, they're doing wonderful. Crushcraft. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So Jackson would come in, you know, this is even back in Mickey time, um, and he would sample us when it was still before final batch, say, yeah. hey, We'd all sit down together. We'd try, you know, the three different ciders that they're going to come out with. And, and, and we'd say, hey, you know, we're tasting this, 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 and that. We're tasting this, 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 and that. They'd go back. They'd tweak it because they were like, you know what, we actually agree. Or we disagree and we're going to keep with it. Yeah. You know? But they were open to this conversation. And I, I'm definitely not by, by saying this, saying that we were the cause of that. That's not what I'm getting at. They 100% are. But it was cool to be part of that with them as they were growing up and, and, sure. and, and man, they're, they're making some incredible stuff now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. They're killing it. Our, killing our it. cider companies in Arizona are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard the, I've heard that there's a new spot in Tucson, Bacher, Bacher or something like oh, I that. I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, we, <laughs> hey, Bacher, <laughs> it, it, so, if you're listening, I already said, I love when reps come in, so come on in. <laughs> so like full circle, this is our magazine we just put out, right? Mm-hmm. But right there. That's one of the featured yeah, tap rooms Bacher, in Bacher. Tucson. Bacher, nice. Bacher. Hey, uh, get on in here. Um, yeah. I'd love to try your stuff. I'd love to sit down and talk with you guys. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Crushcraft, Cidercore, Cider Stoic. Core. Yeah. 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 Uh, superstition. Superstition. Yeah. Yeah. So how did I forget about them? Well, they're, yeah. you know. Well, metery. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, some may say some of the best in the game. Yeah. Legendary <laughs> worldwide. Yeah. Um, little accolades. Yeah, they've they've, little, they've, they've, they've they've got a few. Yeah, yeah. just just a couple <laughs> to fill a wall. So so what's what's the what's the view? What's the big vision for this? Like, what what do you where do you want to take this? Take it away, Mike. Well, you know, I mean, we would we would love to have a second location, you know, and a third. And a fourth. Nineteenth Avenue and Joe Max area is preferable. Is that, I'm, I'm guessing you have a house somewhere <laughs> I, around I there. I live up that, that way. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I, you know, we're, we're very fortunate that we've got this very centralized location that we do get reach throughout the valley. I mean, sure. I'm, I'm, you know, I make the drive every day from the uh, Southeast Valley, but I'm surprised when customers do. You know, because 
traditionally you're talking about a three mile radius of who you're pulling your, your customers from. And I think that just speaks to the strength of the offerings um, that, that Kings has and the, yeah. you know, again, the experience that we, we deliver. Um, but I would like to make it a little bit shorter commute for people. You know? sure. And um, so, yeah, we would, we would love to have something, you know, closer to us out in the south. You know, East Valley. I think that's the you know, opposite direction there. of where I want you to go, Mark. Well, I do. I <laughs> I think there's opportunity in the West Valley too. Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, you know, there's there's a lot. Um, you know, a lot of people out there. We we see a lot of people from the West. Uh, you know, come here, and I get it. You know, forty minute drive one way. That's that's commitment. Sure. And uh, we appreciate that. Um, you know, we uh, we've got a horrible website. Horrible. I mean, it was never it was never designed to do the job that it's doing, and so I'll be the first one to tell you. Mickey would have been the first one to. Tell you. We inherited this. Yeah. He'd said, you know, this was not, you know, doing what it was supposed to do. I thought bet you used the F word somehow though. It's fix. Website. Fix is the F word. Yeah. So we're we want to get a new website for that. And I think yeah. that will be a a, a big. Uh, a, Make it more user friendly for people, where they can actually sort and search and yeah. you know things you expect, and uh, you know it all comes with time. So for sure. Um, but yeah, we'd like to you know have another location, um, you know. But uh, right now we're still, still you know, kind of get settling in on this moving train. Yeah, I was gonna say not even a year into it. Not yet, even right? a year so into it, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know again constrained by space. We'd like to knock this wall down. And Is that open over that. there? It will be next summer. Okay. And okay. so that we would like to push through and, uh, and take that over. And, um, you know, then it would, it would pretty much double our capacity uh, yeah. here. Um, and then, yeah. So we've, we've, got, we've got a lot of ideas. Yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day. No. Um, you know, we're very fortunate that we were able to, uh, you know, step in with Kings that was already well on its way. And, yeah. um, you know, just continue uh, to con- continue to grow. I love it. I love it, man. Yeah. Alec, always great having you on the mics, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you yeah. so much. Pleasure being here. Now that I think Appreciate about it, I don't think I was here when you were on the mic. No, we I got a, we, we got Liz. Liz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Liz is doing great stuff. Twelve West, though, they're uh, they're stepping it up. Grand so Canyon. Not, okay. <laughs> well, it's kind of interchangeable. It's interchangeable. <laughs> Alex Phillips is involved with both. It's confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grand Canyon. Now, Liz is yep. awesome. Uh, we're going to take that out and say, Liz is 12 West. No, no, no. <laughs> I one. edit this. And you know what's going to happen is I'm so lazy I won't even edit myself being stupid out of this. So I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's only if it's other honesty. people. Are- <laughs> it's honesty. <laughs> uh, Liz we knows. love honesty around here. Yeah. Man oh, of yeah. the people. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks so much. Thank you so much uh, for Thank us. you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for the beers and uh, the hospitality. Hey, thank you. Guys. Cheers. 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 Glass, Eric. Oh, I do got an empty. What's uh, that mean? I got a little bit. All right. Yeah, that was kind of warm and gross. Right.